Ayers on the Road, Parenting in a Modern World. Here's Richard and Linda Ayer. Hello, here we are again, and this time we have really been on the road. We are on an RV trip with three of our beautiful grandchildren who are almost 12 or have turned 12. Well, let me explain that a little more for you that didn't listen in last week. We have a little tradition, and I'll give credit for where we got the idea for this from, but we have a little tradition that when our grandkids turn 12, they get to go on an RV trip. And this is the second group we've taken. The first group of grandkids went a couple of years ago, and they chose to go to Yellowstone Park, and we've learned a lot, and we've traveled along. But before I tell you about this year's trip, Let me give credit where credit is due. Long ago, way long ago, when I was just a young guy in college, I had the privilege to work for George Romney. Now, for you youngsters listening, that's Mitt Romney's father, and he was a remarkable guy, and I learned so much from him. In some ways, he was almost like a surrogate father to me. But one of the things he did is he took his grandkids the summer they turned 12 on a motorhome trip, and he always followed the same route. He took them along to some of the church history sites, and he took them to Salt Lake City. Of course, he was based in Michigan, and he took them to Washington, D.C., and then he circled back up and dropped them off, and Mitt told me one time that when those kids got home from their motorhome trip, They knew two things. Number one, the Mormon church was true. And number two, the Republican Party was true. Because that's what George Romney taught them on that trip. Well, we're not into indoctrination or brainwashing, but what we are into is having quality time with our grandkids. And so this year, we had three of them turning 12 all the same summer. One is Gracie, one is Isaac, and one is Aniston. We're on the road right now on our trip, and we're going to invite these beautiful grandkids to tell you a little bit about what we've been doing and why we've been doing it. So my first question, which I'll start off with you, Gracie, I wanted you kids to learn a little about my boyhood, when I was a kid, when I was your age, when I was a 12-year-old, and what have you learned so far? Um, we went to his um, grandpa's where he his dad grew up, and we um, learned about him. And, um, and we also went to see his um, uh, mom, and we got to... Talk to her and stuff, so. Now, my mom, as some of you listeners know, beautiful 91-year-old Ruth Iyer, and she's still alive. And Isaac, did you enjoy that experience? Yeah, she's really fun to be with. What did you talk to her about? Um, mostly we talked to her about the same stuff over and over again. Because she cannot remember. She can't remember anything. But boy, when she sees grandkids, even though she doesn't know who they are because she's got severe dementia, she lights up like a light bulb and smiles. And Gracie, you and Isaac even got her to give you, well, you tell what you got her to do with her hands. We taught her to uh, give us high fives and knuckles. (laughs) (laughs) 
and she is so cute. Um, what did you like, Emerson, about being with Grandma? Um, it was, she was really funny. She she um she just couldn't really remember a lot of stuff. So, um, we told her our names. Over and, and over and again. So, uh, we said, okay, it's Isaac, Anna, and Grace. And she said, okay, so it's Isaac, Adam, and Jake. <laughs> <laughs> she kind of thought they were all boys, and so. Now we're kind of calling, um, we're kind of calling, uh, well, we kind of think a good name for Grace is Jake. <laughs> <laughs> and she actually, she actually thought that Grace was a mom. She said, how many kids do you have, Grace? What did you say, Grace? I said, um, I don't have any kids. I'm not, I'm 12. I'm not even married yet. <laughs> okay, don't get married yet. <laughs> So they had them, and they were wonderful. I mean, we go visit my mom a lot, and we we have a hard time getting her to smile. But once kids walk in, and she does she like it when you put together her puzzles? Yes, she <laughs> like, she has to make sure that we put away every single piece, and we can't lose any pieces. Yep. <laughs> She made puzzles, so, yeah. She made them out of plywood. Yeah, they're homemade puzzles, and she, how long do you think she's had them? Probably, well, since I was a little kid, she's had them for 60 years. And they haven't, like, none of the pieces are really gone. Yeah. And that's because every time a child picks up a puzzle, she said, I am happy to have you do that puzzle, but put every piece back and put it on the shelf. That's been in her mind for so long that that's so one of the few things she can remember. So we were there in the house where I was a little boy when I was the age of these kids. That's where I lived. And and we showed them a couple of special places where special things happened. What was that, Isaac? What did we show you or any of you where a romantic thing happened? Oh, um, Granny and Grandfather got... Got engaged on the top of the Aggie Tower. So we got to see um, the place that they got engaged. And the place that they got married. Married. It's the temple. Yeah, we saw the Logan Pretty Temple. So pretty. And so we told them these romantic stories, and the girls got stars in their eyes and lit up, and Isaac said stuff like, gross, not (laughs) He didn't really. He didn't really. So it's fun to have kids learn about you when you were their age, and you can tell them stories and so on. We even even camped in Logan Canyon. How was that, kids? That was really cool. It was really great. It was really green, and we were scared to go to the bathroom because there were rattlesnakes and bears. And it looked like a haunted house. Like a haunted house. Well, there was a sign posted that said there were rattlesnakes and bears. And so these kids, it was dark. We were and freaking out. They were freaking out because they were so scared. Thank goodness for the old phone. We could give them some light to the bathroom door. But we just had so much fun there. And, you know, it really is just Richard's stomping grounds. Our gra- his dad died when he was 15. He was the oldest of five children. He died of colon cancer. And so none of our children ever knew Grandpa Dean, and none of these grandchildren ever knew Grandpa Dean. So it's really important that they know a little bit about him. So we told fun stories, and the the thing I thought was so great is that it was just, you know, it was kind of like bringing me back to my childhood to have kids that were the same age as I was when I was there. And so... It's a good thing for kids to kind of realize that even their grandparents were once kids just like they are. Now, 
I think we ought to also mention where we are today, guys, even though I'm a little embarrassed that we brought you here, although it's a good place, but it's not the main purpose of our grandfather date. But here we are at Lagoon. <laughs> and Lagoon actually ties into the narrative a little bit because we haven't been there yet, but when we're done with this radio, we're going over to Pioneer Village, and there, believe it or not, is the log cabin where my great-great-grandfather, Erastus Bingham, lived and raised his eight children. He built the log cabin. Are you so excited to see it, kids? Yeah! yeah. And we'll see what people lived like way back in the day of the pioneers. And it really is fun to see these kids having so much fun on these rides. I think Gracie actually talked grandfather into Lagoon. And when I heard that we were coming to Lagoon, maybe it was his idea. Aha. I about died because he hates Lagoon secretly. But, but I don't anymore. I like I it anymore. I like it. I, I like being here with grandkids more than I did with kids because... We were responsible for them. Yeah, we were responsible for them. And they were little. And they were little. These grandkids can take care of themselves and have a great time and go around and do fun things. And they're very responsible with money, by the way, because we gave them each a little bit of money, not too much, and they still have most of it. I thought they'd spend it all in the first half hour, but, man, they know the value of a buck, don't they? They do. They shared at lunch and... They're working on two And one of them didn't even have lunch. She still has the 20 bucks in her in her pocket. What are you having gonna, so much fun? What are you going to do with that money, guys? Um, save it. Save it. <laughs> oh, I think I did. Go on a mission. <laughs> oh, there we go. Put it in their missionary fund. <laughs> I think Isaac wants to do some things in the, what, cars? There's cars over there at the hospital, but extra, what do they call bumper cars? Uh, some kind of cars. Anyway, and there's also a rocket thing or something that you want to do. Anyway, it's so fun to talk to these kids and figure out how their minds work and what in the world they're thinking. Now, one big question for you three before we take a little break, and then we'll tell you a little more about our, our RV trip. But what is, do you think, and I, I want you to really tell honestly what you think, how important are cousins in our lives? Really important. I think cousins are, like, more than anything because you just have them all the time. And they're not like friends where, like, you lose them if you move or something. But cousins always stay with you. Isn't that? Oh, good. What do you think, Anna? I love my cousins. They're just so awesome to hang out with. They have such a strong bond. And part of that is um, because they get to do grammar camp together. And in the second half, we're going to talk a little bit about Grandma Camp because tomorrow morning we're doing Grandma Camp together since we didn't have our time alone this year. And this year we're really concentrating on music and art, so we're going to do that in the morning before Lagoon opens. One final question before the break. I'll direct it to Grace. Gracie, um, you love your younger cousins, but are older ones important too? Of course they are. There's, they you are more than anything. They teach you a good example. We'll be back after the break and talk more about the RV trip with the grandkids. Uh, 
Hello, radio listeners. We're back. Linda and Richard Iyer, Iyer's on the road. We're on the road in an RV trip with our three 12-year-old grandkids. And they are beauties. We have Grace and handsome Isaac and beautiful Anna. And we are having a ball, even though we have to tell you we are at Lagoon and it is 100 degrees. 100 so. degrees. We hardly even notice it, do we, kids? It yeah. feels good out there. I just want to ask one more question about cousins, and then we're going to get into Grammy camps and some other things we've been doing and get these kids' opinions. But, you know, you're three of our oldest grandkids, you three, and I'd like to know what you think your responsibility is to the younger grandkids, because there are 20 that are, well, 18, actually, that are younger than you guys. What do you think, Jenna? What do you think? Um, what? You just gotta like set an example for the other kids, and um, just like when I talked about it a few weeks ago, we do cleaning jobs, and I think the little kids kind of realize that we're cleaning, so that they can get into cleaning too. At the yeah. union, yeah. they do a lot of so. cleaning. What do you think, Grace? I think it's good to make them like you a lot, so that they're not just like running away from you every time you see them. Or got to be their buddy, so they trust you. Yeah. What if one of them was, what if in future years one of them seemed to not quite, you were a little worried they were, you know, not doing everything just quite right. As an older cousin, could you give them a little advice? Yeah. I think you could. They're always going to look up to you, aren't they? Yeah, and this year we started tutors and tutees at dinner time because there's so many little kids. There's 24 grandchildren, and more than half of them are under six, wouldn't you say? Well, actually, when well, we had them all the time, we just, like, helped them all the time, oh, but yeah, right. mostly during dinner. And so, who was your 2D, Grace? Mine was Emily. And how old is she? Um, she's about five or six. Or she's five. Years. I don't know. Oh, she's, she's almost, five. Five. almost five. Almost five. Isaac, who's your 2D? My 2D was... Um, For the reunion. Uh, my little cousin, Cubby. Cubby. And how old is Jacobson. And um, she is three, almost three. Almost what are three. some of the things you helped him with? We helped him, uh, like I helped him get his dinner, and like if he wanted to read a book, then I would read it to him. Oh, uh, sir. Who was yeah. yours, Anna? I had uh, Peter, and he's. One, two, almost two. Almost two. Almost two. two. No, he's two. he's two. Is he two now? Okay. And he's really fun. He's so cute and he drinks a lot of water. <laughs> <laughs> Every dinner I have to remember to give him some water. Oh, that's so now, great. Does he still wear, di- does he still wear diapers? I don't think so. Beth. I don't think that's the two D's were. Uh, oh, they didn't the have to change diapers. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay, now. Let's get into Grammy camps. This Grammy, Linda, is quite a Grammy camper. And what's your goal, Linda? Well, you know, I love having these kids. And they're only together once a year for a few days. And so we have these groups have Grammy camps one at a time. So this is group three. And they, two. And so they are amazing. They, uh, we get together and we always, they have a Grammy camp song. 
and we don't have time to sing that, but we also have a Grammy Camp scripture. And I think the listeners would love to hear the Grammy Camp song. You think you can do it? We haven't practiced it. Yeah, we haven't practiced in a while. Because we're having Grammy Camp with these two in the these three in the morning. Oh, so I don't know. So we we rehearse it again then. But um, Group Four could do it. I can tell you that for sure. And they have a have a Grammy Camp scripture. Yeah, we do. And then we also have. I think they could say that. Um, from last year, as long say the first part of it, okay? Helaman 5, 12. 12. And now, my sons, remember, remember that it is upon the rock of our Redeemer, who is Christ, the Son of God, that ye must build your foundation. Okay, good. They can go on, believe it's me. It's long, yeah, it's long, but they really know that very well, and this year... We are concentrating on music and art, and your music this year is a planet. The planets. I did. I sent them the music uh, early. Gustav Holst. And we're gonna play that in the morning, and then we're gonna drop. We're gonna paint pictures of the planets that they like. The we actually, um, our our family went on the way here. We actually listened to that song, and my mom was trying to figure out what was the perfect song to listen to when we first saw the lake at their lake. Oh. So, yeah, we found a good one. Oh, you did? Oh, how fun. I'm glad you did that. I don't know. Like, really was that it? I don't know. Probably. I think so. Oh, well, awesome. Anna says she also knows the scripture from this year, even though we haven't oh. had grammar camp yet and practiced it. Anna, you want to... What is it, Anna? Isn't it like... Um, Speak up. Isn't it like Second Nephi 25, 26? Yeah, that's one of them. Do you know it, really? Okay, yeah. say it. Okay. And we talk of Christ, we preach of Christ, we prophesy of Christ, and write according to a prophecy that our children may know in what source they may look for a remission of their sins. Yes, ma'am. Wow. Awesome. You already know it, and you haven't even had granny camp. Well, I sent it to them early, oh, and okay. some of them have practiced. So anyway, we really have a lot of fun in Grandma's We have a sleepover usually, and tonight, this time we're having two sleepovers with this group because it's during the RV trip. But um, we usually go to, where else do we go? We the lighthouse. And we go to the lighthouse. And, and then, always to the... Then we no, have ancestry stories. We have ancestry stories, and then we go to the cemetery. And do you know where all of my relatives are buried? The cemetery. <laughs> there are in the cemetery. In fact, one of the little kids when we did that, Grandma um, kept with the younger kids, Claire, um, this is Gracie's little sister. I told them all about Grandma Hazel because she was named Hazel, and we have another Hazel who was named after my mother. And so I said, okay, it's time to go to the cemetery. And Claire looked back at me and said, are we going to dig him up? <laughs> Because she was only like six. We're going to go see Grandma Hazel. Are we going to dig him up? Anyway, no, we did not dig him up, but they all know where are the ancestors live and the stories that go with the, with those graves, so it was really fun. Now, this is a little dangerous because I this is a complicated question, and we have not rehearsed any of this, so I don't know how this will come out, but the thing I do with the grandkids, sort of as a effort to not be completely overshadowed by grandcamps, is I give them something called the grandfather's secrets. And since they're secrets, we can't repeat any of them for you, but I'd like Sorry, to I'll ask <laughs> you three kids, what is the point of the grandfather's secrets? Why do we have them, and what's the point of them? 
I would say to, to like, help you with life and help you just, like, get through stuff and help other kids with stuff, and even adults. And, yeah. And did you just set a good example? Yeah. Yeah. And just learn how to deal with other people that maybe yeah. aren't as... Okay. Kind of good, okay. yeah. And be leaders for the right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I can think of one that even though it's one of the grandfather's secrets, I don't think any of us would feel bad about revealing it. And again, no rehearsals, but I would like to see if the three of you can um, repeat grandfather's secret number five, popularity. Just say it all the way like you usually do, <laughs> nice and loud. Okay, grandfather's secret number five. Popularity. Popularity um, I think that um, if you have good popularity, you can, it's just like, you can be nice to everyone, so everyone will look up to you and um, try to be, like, I guess, like you. Yeah. And, yeah. And, that, and then, does that mean even being nice to some scruffy kid who's kind of weird and doesn't brush his teeth? Yeah, well, yeah, you can be nice to him, too. You can, <laughs> you can um, just come walk, talk to him and... Anything, yeah. yeah. Anna, what would you add? Um, well, I just think that a lot of kids, um, if they wear their hair up and they're just, like, so girly or stuff like that, or they're really good at sports, they're going to be really popular. But then it just fades out. But if you're nice to everybody and you're just, you're still really nice to everybody, then... A lot of people are going to like you for a really, really long time. No matter what. Exactly right. What do you think, Ike? Um, I think that um, um, that if you're really popular, you don't have to be nice to certain kids. You can be nice to everyone, and then um, other popular kids can um, follow that example and um, be nice to kids too. Very good. So good. Um, so I would just I just thought of this, but. Also, if you're really popular and, like, you didn't realize this before, but there's, if you're really popular and you're only nice to some kids, if you're nice to everybody, then the people who are, like, look up to you, they will also, like, begin to be nice to everybody. That's, That's a good right. example. Awesome. So, so the deal is, and by the way, let me say one thing to you grandparents or you parents, uh, for that matter. What's really important, of course we're supposed to teach our children and our grandchildren things, but you know what's the key to that and what is so critical, and you all know this, but we just need to remind ourselves, be a good listener. Ask them many, many, many questions, and maybe even have a book and take notes on their answers so that you really get to know them as individuals because every one of your grandkids, just like every one of ours that I'm looking at right now, they're all individuals. They're all different. You can't treat them as a group. And I took them all to dinner this last year, and boy, did we have fun. I wanted Isaac to tell you where we went because it was unique. Where did we go, Isaac? What did we eat? 
We went to the Beehive Grill. No, no, no. For your for your special grandfather. Oh. The book. What do you What do you like to eat? I like to eat sushi. Sushi. So we're out of time. Linda's going to wrap up, but have fun with your grandkids. Well, the first group I think we called the Old Faithfuls because we went to Yellowstone, but this group I guess we're going to have to call the Goonies or the Three Amigos. We haven't decided on their name yet. So we are so excited to be here with these kids, and we hope you're all enjoying your grandchildren just as much. Signing off from the Three Amigos. See you next week on I